to the Runner X Podcast, where we talk about all things running. As many runners know, it's 90% mental. So join Coach Valerie and Coach Caroline as we go through the mental side of running. Welcome back to the Runner X Podcast. I'm here with Coach Valerie, and I'm your host, Coach Caroline. And uh, Valerie just said something during our conversation today that I thought was really profound, and I wanted her to expand on it. She said, the more you run correctly, the more you have to stop controlling. Talk to me about that, Valerie. That was, a, that, was, that, that was some really, I immediately wrote it down. because. So what do you mean by that? The more okay. I learn to run correctly, the less, I, basically, I have to stop controlling. Well, I, I think that anyone that watches running, you know, like watch the elite runners, the two-hour marathon, and he doesn't even look like he's winded. Yeah. You know, his face is really relaxed. And you're like, he's running a sub-five-minute mile, yeah. you know? So what happens is in running, you know, we get stuck on mechanics and mechanics is like movement but movement with control okay okay so mechanics is like a machine Mm -hmm. you know and and then when people watch someone run those words do get used like wow you know he's smooth like a machine or whatever and how is he able to keep repeating that same movement so efficiently over and over right well mainly it's because these runners have really learned how to be efficient they are only doing the absolute minimum movement necessary for them to keep moving. Okay. So, you know, things, and, and this is an interesting part of running because running is often referred to as run hard or run easy. Yeah. So hard, naturally you think, yeah, muscle, <laughs> you know? lift my quad. Yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's like people are hitting harder. Like yeah. I'm hitting the ground. We even say that. Yeah. Pound the pavement. And so... For me, for example, I wasn't, I don't have a background in running. So when I started running, I was terrible at it. And I was totally like pushing and reaching and pumping my arms. Yeah. These are words I'd heard. And then when you watch running, all you see is moving arms and legs. Yeah. So you're like, I need to move my arms and my legs. And you're just, everyone's out there moving their arms and their legs and they're really going nowhere. Yeah. They're just almost, yeah. If you guys think about it, if you're not falling, you're literally in place. Yeah. You're not moving in any, until you fall, you're not moving forward. And the thing is, is we all fall guys. We're all working with gravity. Right. Everyone goes through the pose. And then when you see yourself, like when you get a gait analysis and you've never seen yourself and you realize, wow, I am doing so much work. Yeah. For nothing. Yeah. That's the bummer. Like take all of that energy that you're expending in your movement and you put it into, it's a holding is what it is. Yeah. And this is the other challenge because I'm a type A worker B. I'm a worker worker. Right. So I want to be moving all the time. Right. Well, the thing is, is that you're actually getting in your own way. Yeah. And so when I was first starting to run, I was doing a lot of movement, you know, and really working hard. Right, like your runnings were. Right, you're really into the do and the how. Yeah, and and I have to do to be faster. Yeah, and so then you'd run longer, and golly, you get tired. Yeah. So anyway, when you first, (laughs) when I, um, and I always laugh about this because I was very much a, I still am today. Um, I'm into movement for movement, and so I wasn't, I didn't get into running to win anything. Right. But I wanted to get better, like everybody else, and so. But I had one running pace, 5K to marathon, same pace. That was my running that I had created for myself, if you will. 
So when I first met Dr. Romanoff, he asked me if I had asthma or, <laughs> or like a genetic defect. And I was like, no. I love Dr. Romanoff. And I was already, guys, I was 30 when I met him. So it wasn't like I was a young athlete yeah, or anything, yeah. you know. And he was like, you're wasting so much energy and you're just spending your whole run on the ground. Right. And I'd never heard that before. And so I was like, well, okay. Isn't that, well, see, and this is what's really profound, guys. In, in, in real running, you don't spend the time on the ground. Right. So that freaks people out. Yeah. So what are you saying? Both feet have to be in the air? Right. I have to jump. No, you don't right. have to jump. There's right. no vertical, right. you know, oscillation, right? It's, it's the pulling. And well, talk here, about how- here's the problem. So if I've been told or I'm trying to move my arms and my right. legs, okay, and all of a sudden someone takes that away from you. Yeah. They just took away your control. Yeah. Basically. So falling for a lot of people, they, one, don't take the time to practice. And I'm, I was guilty. I, so I know, believe me, I know. You're so excited to go out and practice your running that you kind of skip that whole falling bit. And when we used to do drills with people, we would put like rubber bands on them and we used to just like set them off the band and they'd shoot <laughs> off or like, you know, <laughs> yeah, and they'd get that woo feeling. But when you're doing it yourself, because you're holding yourself back, you don't get that woo feeling. Right. And your woo feeling in the beginning of running for most people is in the effort you put into it. Okay. So they're not understanding that really what I should be feeling in running is a constant feeling of woo. Oh, okay. Does that make so, sense? Yeah, perfectly. So, and, and that brings up that idea of using muscle elasticity should not well, feel you, like work. Yes. And also, here's the thing, because running is like the hardest thing to do. So it's not like you're not working. It's just you're working efficiently and you're only working as little as you need to work. That's the challenge. Um, can, I correct, can I just clarify that? I shouldn't say correct that. I mean, clarify that in that I'm working... I'm not working my muscles. I'm working my cardiovascular system. That's what makes it. Yeah. Well, you're okay. Yes. This is important guys. Cause all 600 muscles in the body are working when you run. Okay. Every single muscle yeah. is working. There's just no, no, nobody's getting the day off. Yeah. Okay. It's running. The difference is you're allowing the muscles to contract as needed. Say that again. Because that's, imp- that's right. profound. <laughs> so you're allowing the muscles to work as needed or contract as needed. Muscles only contract and release. That's all they do. That's all they do. So when you let go of trying to actively contract your muscles, then they can actually work when they're needed to. So that's when you say actively contract, that's me doing yes. a bicep curl. Yes. It's me moving, it's bringing you, my knee right. up into a high knee. Correct. And that's not how we run. Correct. And so it's allowing the muscle to do what it's intended to. Yes. Right. And we run using only 10% active muscle contraction, and that muscle is the hamstring. Okay. And this is, the, this is the biggest, and by the way, this was really hard for me, just so you guys understand. It's not like you can magically go, hey, hamstring, 10%. <laughs> so in our skill and strength training that we do, we really have to work on, one, finding your hamstring. Almost every runner runs with their quad hip right. flexor. Yes. And they don't even know it. Yeah. It's not even a thought. It's just something they do. Yeah. And then when you ask them why, they're like, 
it's how I run. Yeah. And I've always been told, run how you feel. Everyone should just run. Right? We hear just that all the time. put on your shoes and go out and <laughs> run. I so the thing is, this is so important. It's like you have to learn first how to use the muscle, yeah. right, to then understand how to let it do its own thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's absolutely true. So let's let's take another step back to that idea of runners, um, especially uh those of us that start getting kind of OCD about running and running all the time, how do I, how, how do you help me let go of that control? Because running sometimes is maybe the only thing we have control of. It's our, it's our me time. It's my therapy. How well, do you I mean, get me to let like, go of that control? Well, I think that, um, so <laughs> keep it your me time, but it's gotta be a different, um, way of thought, I guess. Cause one of the things like, say you run and every day you run five miles. Let's yeah. just use a day. Like I just like to get up and I run five miles. So how long does that take you? Let's say it takes you an hour and I'm just using these, I'm right. making these numbers up. So at the, really what you're giving yourself is an hour of me time. Right. Well, what if, and you know, we give you three days a week of running workouts and one of those running workouts is like a shorter interval run, right? So, which means the workout might say something like eight by 200 or eight by 30 seconds. Well, just so you know that that's not really the, the time you're going to spend around that workout is going to be, there's a warm up, yeah. right? There's a preparation for the, there's a, anyway, there's a skill drill, there's a warm up, there's some running before you do the intervals. So if you just saw, oh my gosh, all I'm doing today is eight times 30 seconds you would just panic because that's not right now any kind of thoughts you have. No, I do five miles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. So I have to change your thought process to one of the days we're going to take that. We're not taking the five miles away. We're replacing the five miles with a skill and strength workout. And what happens then is then when you do run the five miles, because of course you still can go run a longer run, not on the same day, you're going to realize the quality of that five miles is a right. different run. Well, we'll talk more about the the length of time training in another podcast, but I want to get back into that. When I'm running, I'm out there, and I'm used to my quads being on fire oh, okay. and reaching and pulling. How do you get my mind to stop feeling that I have to control it? What is there something that, that is there a switch that has to get? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a switch that has to get, but I mean, what do you tell your runners when they're well, like, no, but, but I have to control it. I have to, we get so many that are caught in that. How, when do you see that we, and, and a couple of them, they've switched oh, recently. Yeah. Yeah. This has been after months of working with them, of them constantly asking the do, do, do the how, 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 and, well, here, and here telling does. them to stop. Right. <laughs> well, and this is important because I think that, you know, when I, when I first started to, um, to teach this, I lost all my, I lost almost all of my runners, right? Because in their mind, they were like, we want to just run. Right. Right. So keep that in mind that like 22 years later, I still go through the same struggle with people in the sense of like, we're somehow taking away from your running. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what's so funny. Just on a side note here, guys, is the people that, that come in and they're like, Oh, you're taking away from my running. I'm like, I wish I could just like, I just love doing drills. Like that would be my, I would never go out and run long again. If you know what I mean? <laughs> if I, if, if I get to that point, I'll probably just be like, I love, I just love running the parking lot. <laughs> I seriously do. And it's just that. So it's because <laughs> it's fun. Well, and I, and, Like for me, I love running. 
Yeah. And so I love that 22 years later, and I've been running for longer than that, but since I found Pose, I'm just not in any pain. Yeah. I don't have shin splints. I don't have plantar fasciitis. So some of that thought have... is just getting that getting that thought around what's right, but what you're like, controlling right. is what's causing but I, the pain. I think it right? goes, yeah, but it goes like this. Like when you decide to let yourself feel the falling and connect with it, and you start to feel, we call them aha moments. Yeah. And this is the other reason you have to have a coach, and you also having the community is so helpful because just think about it. I've been a coach by myself basically for years. And I have a couple people that have coached with me, and I have right now a few people coaching inside the the program. And every one of them has had to go through letting go of their own preconceptions of running. Right. Right? So we don't have a huge volume of coaches. In fact, I've had the same coach, Linda, for 11 years. Yeah. And she doesn't even do any other coaching but when she helps me out because she doesn't feel like fighting the running community. Yeah. And there's just a reality, guys, that this whole thing of like, it's not wooey, but learning how to hold your body to free fall is challenging. Right. And I'm telling you that almost nobody follows through with the practice. And, and it's because they feel it when they first do it, right? When you came to a clinic, this is why we switched to online too, because when you feel it for a second, right, it's that you, we see it in our runners, like that aha moment. Yeah. I just felt it. Okay. We are here to help you keep feeling it. Yeah. And in order to keep feeling it, you have to keep communicating. You have to keep repeating and you have to keep like celebrating the little moments. Well, let's, and let's end it on that. You had a a really great episode. I think it was last week's um, zoom call where a woman had been running a lot and we'll talk more about training next week, but she came into the zoom and you did the drill for, I don't know, three to five minutes or something. And she said, Oh my God, I didn't, I didn't feel any pain. Right. So what, right. what clicked with her there? Did you see She, she yeah. had an aha moment. Well, sure. And, and by the way, that's so neat. Like, because, and again, because most of our runners are injured or coming in with some kind of pain, the reason she didn't feel the pain is because when you allow the body to move correctly, then just like we said with the firing of the muscles, right. she wasn't stressing that muscle. And when she's running, right. her distance running, one, she's thinking about it, like it's going to hurt, it's going to hurt, it's going to hurt. <laughs> we all do that when we're injured, right? And the second is there's an there's a incorrect movement pattern she's doing that keeps repeating that stress. Yeah. So when we were doing a drill where she was allowing herself to just focus on the movement, and this is the fun part, y'all, because the drill is just a feeling, Yeah. you know? So when she let herself just feel the feeling, she was like, oh, that's what it feels like? And I was like, yes. And she's yeah. like, well, that didn't hurt. Yeah. <laughs> so we just want to make sure you're always working on because perception is so hard. Yeah. Because when you, if you just ask a random person on the street, what did oh. you feel today when you ran? Yeah. They'd be like, whoo, it was hot outside. Yeah. Hot. It was hard. <laughs> yeah. It was hard. Yeah. Hard. That's just what always comes up. I mean, it's very rare. Or, or I had a great run. On the other end, if someone's like, man, I had such a good run. The weather was really good. Everything just felt right. But really, no one says things like, wow, today I really could feel that I was holding my head and shoulders in the right spot and I was falling and my cadence was just light. And I just felt, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's what we're looking for. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Join us next week because we're going to talk about training and how much training you should do. And this is going to be not around a, a set race. We're going to talk about just the ongoing training. So join us next week. 
you for joining us on the RunRx podcast. If you'd like to know more, join us at www.runrx.fit. And if you have additional questions that you'd like answered on the podcast, email us at support at runrx.fit. 